Twilight Zone Tower of Terror turns 25 this week, so let's play along with some Tower of Terror trivia. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun, whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida, whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com. Our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast, and you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. Hey. How are you doing tonight? I'm super excited about this episode. You are super excited because we're going to talk about your favorite ride in the world. Is it your favorite ride in the world? No. It's not. But it is one of my favorite rides. Well, (laughs) today we're going to talk all about, we're dedicated an entire episode to the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And that's because why? Because it's celebrating its 25th anniversary? It just turned 25 years old last week. I said that with a lot of um, confidence, like, didn't I? It just turned 25. Well, you knew it was birthday. I, I knew mean, it was something. I, but you did the work for this podcast. Well, whenever something... Which is why I'm also super excited. I didn't have to do any work for this. Shannon I loves... I just get to res- respond. You do. You love the trivia episodes. Because I do, I do all the work. Well, and not you just all sit of there them. and have, have all the done, fun. I've done my fair share. You, you have. I've done like twice. Okay, well, whenever, <laughs> the thing is, whenever I do, you have done a couple. I've done a couple, you? yeah. Whenever I do a trivia episode, it takes I, forever. I take forever to do the research. This one didn't take me too long. Well, that's good. Um, the reason it didn't take me that super long. Because there's a lot of information out there? Well, yes. No, there is a lot of stuff out there. Whenever something's like really iconic and popular, it's, it's, it's pretty easy to find like fun facts and trivia and, you know, Stuff that we can create a trivia show around. Um, but also because we already did a Hollywood Studios trivia episode that at the beginning of this, I'm going to throw some softballs at you. And, oh, good. And I you, like softballs. And you're just to get your I'm cranial. knock them out of the park. Just to carbonate the cranial fluids and let you uh, get the juices flowing. And there's going to be some deja vu because there are some repeats here from the Hollywood Studios trivia episode. Okay. And I did that because there are, it's cool information and if yeah. you didn't listen to the Hollywood Studios one... Then you'll get it in this one. Yeah, you're hearing it for the first time here and if you did listen to that one, well then... You'll just, know the answers. I'm going to hit you over the head with it right <laughs> away. So uh, we'll get started on that in just a minute, but um, the reason I thought it was your favorite ride is because whenever we go to Hollywood Studios, I love I love Tower Terror. I think it's one of the best yeah, rides anywhere. it's a good ride. Anywhere. Um, for a 25, 25 year old ride, it really holds up, and it it's, does. our kids don't particularly love it. Our son used to go on it a lot, and then he kind of got over stopped it. liking it. Yeah, I don't know exactly what happened there, but like our daughter won't ride it. Like she's never ridden it, and she refuses to ride and it. And she's like, "It's Disney World. Why is the word terror in the title? It's right there. It says Tower of." Terror, like she can't get I over the word heard terror. Her say that. That's oh yeah, funny. she's totally said this. To me. He's like, I'm not gonna go on it, but she'll go on Space Mountain. She'll go on. She went on uh, the new um, Tigris at Bush Gardens, which is like this launching roller coaster that spins you upside down and drops you. And she said that was super fun, but then she won't go on. I don't think she went on Tigris. Isn't that the one that just opened? 
Our other, our son did. That's other, right. I'm getting other, them mixed up. Our other kid. He's the one that's the, yes. Yeah. I get that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like a typical dad, I get my kids mixed up. <laughs> they, yeah, he went on that and it's he said it was great. The one with short hair, not the one with long hair. Yes. But she goes on rides that are kind of scary. And I think Tower of Terror is, it's scary, but it's more fun than scary. Yeah. I I think so too. I, I have to say, um, I had I had kind of a love hate relationship with the Tower of Terror in the beginning, so when I I I, I don't think it's a, a secret um, that the drops are the part that I don't always love. You're not a big drop. I'm fan. not a big drop fan. I don't love the drops on roller coasters. Um, so like for example on Shikra, no thanks. I'm good. I don't really want to ride it. I, I have no interest in ever riding Sheikra again. I wrote it once, and I'm good now. Sheikra's the one that kind of hangs you for four seconds, so you get to look at where you're going. Yeah, and you've the drop... Never, you've never been on Falcon's Fury, have you? I have not, and that is not all. I won't be <laughs> on it either. But, um... So at first with Tower of Terror, I was like, uh-uh, that's not my, that's not my cup of tea, you know? Um, so I remember... When I was in high school, I went on it with a bunch of my friends, and I, I may have told the story before, but my, my friend Matt has had a penny in his hand, and he held out his hand, shout out to Matt, just saw him in New York recently. Um, Thanks he, for the bagel, Matt. <laughs> yeah. He held a um, penny in his hand as we were falling, and we're, you're falling faster than gravity in Tower of Terror, so the penny will actually float up as you're falling, because it's falling at the speed of gravity while you're being pulled faster than gravity and it was the coolest thing like I just I have that memory like ingrained in my head I was thought that was just the coolest thing um so with that group that day we probably went on the Tower of Terror like seven times in a row because it was it was completely dead like that day was completely dead we were just like running through on it over and over and over and over again and um around the seventh time I said I think I'm done. I'm over this. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm all stocked up your, on on the on the drop. Your body thing. can only handle so much. Yeah. But it's funny like as I've gotten older, which seems counterintuitive, um you know, my favorite ride, it, I've been very straightforward with this. My favorite ride is Expedition Everest. Love Expedition Everest. Expedition Everest has a drop on it. It's a pretty decent drop too, right? It Don't does. I, I'd say it's 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 a good drop. It's a moderate drop. But there's something about that drop that I lean into. And yeah. I love it. Absolutely love it. I have a blast on that drop. I raise my hands. I scream. I love it. And that drop, I mean, would you say that that drop is very different from like Splash Mountain? I'd say it's similar. I think it's, well, good question. Because with Everest, you're kind of sort of being accelerated into the drop. Where Splash Mountain, you're just kind of, you start, you look down, and, and you fall. Dropped. Yeah. I feel like there's a little bit more of a build up to the drop on Splash Mountain. Like okay. you're just kind of going up and then you stop where. But the drop itself. The drop itself, does it, like, are you asking me, like, does, does it, it drop your belly more than one than the other? I or? think for me, it's about the same. Yeah. So I think, like, I think it's about the same, honestly. But for some reason, there's this, like, psychological thing with, with Splash Mountain for me that I feel like I'm not going to like it. So the last time I went, I was like, I'm going to lean into it. I'm going to lean into it like I do with Expedition Everest and and with Tower of Terror now. I lean into it. And, um, and I 
almost did it. Like I could feel myself. <laughs> I could feel myself like, oh, I think I like this. Oh, no, I don't like it anymore. But I, I feel like a couple more practices, like I'll have it. So I think as I know this is odd, but as I'm getting older, my goal in life is to love drops. <laughs> well, I, re- I think I can pinpoint the roller coaster that we were on that made you say, you know what? I don't know if I like drops. And I believe it was Kraken at SeaWorld. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I which I too. love that roller coaster. It's getting up there in years now, but I think it's so fun. The front yeah, row. Yeah, I remember that too. The front row on Kraken is the best where your feet are like dangling over the track. Yeah. It's so fun to just see that visual, to see just your feet hanging over. Front row Kraken is great. And I remember coming off that with you and you were like, yeah, I don't love that drop. And that drop isn't nearly as bad as like Mako. It's not nearly as bad as like. Yeah. Um, and it's Shikra. been so long since I've ridden any of those rides. Well, I mean, Shikra, I remember because I think it scarred me for life. But. Um, but it's been so long since I've ridden any of those SeaWorld rides that I, I would have to ride them again to really know for sure. Those I would definitely ride again just because I don't really remember them. Yeah, yeah. But um, but I, I'm trying to lean into the drops. Like, that's my thing. So, and, and same thing with Tower of Terror. As I've gotten older, I've just really liked it more and more. And, and I lean into it now. So... Yeah. It's funny that whenever we go there, sometimes we'll book fast passes and you yeah. you know the kids don't like it. I love it, but I would rather be with them if they're not going to go. Yeah. So what will happen is Shannon will book a solo ride on Tower of Terror. Yeah. I'll be like, come on, I want to go. But the kids will do Aerosmith, which the is... The kids love Aerosmith. And I you, like you it. You also like Aerosmith. So I'll be all right, fine. I'll I take one for the team. absolutely detest Aerosmith. I absolutely hate it. Like The, ri- the ride, not the it's band. It's probably... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay. band, the band is fine. <laughs> okay. Um, but the, the ride, yeah, I, I, um, I hate the launch. Like, I mean, and it's not like I hate all launches. And launches aren't as, like, that's just like an exhilarating I head snapback feeling. I hate it. It's not it's the so funny. belly drop. The first, like, the, 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 I just have this vision of the, like, you know how they take your picture during the launch and everybody, everybody's picture is like, yeah, this is awesome. They've got big smiles on their faces. And I have this look on my face, like I'm in the most pain of my life. Yeah. Like it's terrible. I'm just not a fan. I'm not a fan. And honestly, if it was a great ride, I would put up with the launch for the great ride, sure. but I don't think the ride's that great. Yeah, I think the ride is okay. I don't think it's aged. We've, I think I mentioned that on here. Aerosmith hasn't really aged that well. Like it's still fun, but like the, the green screen, not green screen, sorry, like the black light. I had my colors mix, mixed up. <laughs> the uh, black light effects in there are kind of corny now, and it just yeah. it just feels a little yeah, low is. budget. Like for... there's like a ran- there's like a random like street sign hanging, yeah, and it makes it you know look like it's just hanging in the dark. But it's like, come on, this is kind of corny. It feels a little old school Six Flags at this point, yeah. a little carnival ridey yeah. than than Disney, but it's still fun. You know? Yeah, so... it is. But that's what happens is I book fast passes for you guys to go on that, and then I go on Tower of Terror. It'll be interesting to see how it holds up to Tron because Tron is going to be an indoor roller coaster in the dark. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about like um, uh, Test Track. I mean, it's kind of in the dark. It has that neon kind of look to it. But I think that that's kind of cool the way that they've done that. I just think Aerosmith, the way that they did it, didn't wasn't great. It was okay back in the it day. It was yeah. It was good for the eighties. <laughs> sure. I think that thing opened up in the late nineties, didn't it? But I don't know. But it was good for the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. That's a nice eighties aesthetic. Yeah. Um, before we get into trivia, though, I want to still talk about some Tower of Terror news. Did you hear what happened this week at the Tower of Terror? No. Oh man. 
So um, I'm going to read you the headline according to the AP. Okay. Uh, Disney worker punched in face. Oh, I did hear you this. You have heard yeah, about yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, I did hear this. Disney oh, worker man. punched in face by angry That's tower of ridiculous. terror rider. That's ridiculous. I am glad that she got banned from Disney for life. Yeah, it says because that. Because she should be banned. I mean, the the worker was trying to help them. I'm sorry. I got, I got, I got like so riled up when I read that story. I was like, are you kidding me? They're like. I mean, they're getting paid maybe 10 bucks an hour to push a button. Leave the poor kid alone. I guess the people showed up. They were, uh, authorities say, a 23-year-old tour- tourist from Chicago, shout out Chicago, yeah. uh, punched, <laughs> a wor- punched a worker in the face when her fast pass wasn't valid. So maybe they showed up late. They said, sorry, your fast pass isn't valid, which we've done. And usually if you're nice, And the oh, girl hey. was going to help them. Like, she, she was. She said, said I tried it, to help. She started to help them try to, and she's like... The lady just got more and more irate until finally she called security. We've gotten held up stuff that just stuff happens, you know. We've gotten yeah. the sometimes there's that parade that goes through Frontierland, oh, yeah. and you're you're trying sure. to get to Splash Mountain or Thunder Mountain, mm-hmm. and that parade is happening. You can't get across. You say, "Hey guys, they're usually I'm, really right, nice. I know we're ten minutes late. We got hung up by the parade. Yeah. Just give them some kind of excuse, and they'll let you right. on. You know? Yeah. So they showed up late for their fast pass. Uh, the Disney worker said... Well, it didn't say that. It just said that their fast pass wasn't valid. Yeah. So you don't know... I, I don't know if, like, you know, maybe they got... Maybe they tried to make fake ones. You never Could know. Be, you know. Or just or, maybe... Who knows? Maybe it was for a different day. Maybe they or, set it up and didn't hit enter. Yeah. I don't know. But the employee, the cast member, tried to help out. Uh, they said as she was helping, the woman only got angrier and angrier until she started randomly pushing buttons on the cast member's podium. Yeah. The cast member pulled her hand away and then she got punched in the face. Unbelievable. Uh, she received a lifetime ban from Disney World. As well she should have. Which is, come on. That's, uh, goodbye. You, yeah, bye-bye. Don't need your money. Bye-bye. Yeah. And uh, they left the ride. Security tracked them down. Uh, the The worker said they don't they don't want to press charges. Yeah. Um, and she wasn't arrested. She was just banned. So. Man. That's not, uh, that's not smart. It's, well, it's not cool. I mean, like I said, the woman, the girl's probably making... At best, 15 bucks an hour. She doesn't need somebody punching her in the face over a fast pass. I mean, I get that you paid thousands of dollars to be there, which, by the way, I hope your trip was great because now you have to leave and you never can come back. I hope you like Universal because that's the only place you're going. <laughs> yeah. Universal is great, but, yeah. you know, can't go to Disney anymore. Wow. What's funny is the article here says that the woman's family was actually recording the entire incident. Yeah, I saw that too. Brought out their phone recording it. And you only typically do that if you're, like, trying to defend yourself or you think the other person's freaking out. Yeah. You wanna... So, like, you're arguing with them for not letting you on the ride and you're the one freaking out and you're the one that's punching the person and you're recording so right. I don't get that I don't either I don't either alright so let's get into some Tower of Terror trivia we tend to do this a lot of times when there's an attraction that's having a birthday an anniversary some big news that happened and it's it's kind of fun it's a way yeah. to I'm excited. Of, uh, learn Let's some do it. cool stuff about some Florida attractions okay. and uh, have a little fun and you guys can play along so um if any of you have listened to the Hollywood Studios episode, like we just said, some of these early ones are going to be, they're going to sound awfully familiar. Right. If you have not listened uh, to that episode, then hey, you learned some new stuff. So I'm going to throw you some softballs to just okay. kind of get the, I'm ready. Get the brain, uh, brain sparking up here. All right. So uh, let me see where to go. Okay. You, you know this answer. Okay. But I'm going to ask ready. you anyway. The reddish brown color for the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, that yes. reddish rusty brown color, was a deliberate choice. It, it was, was. It was specifically thought out and painted that color for what reason? 
because when you're at Epcot and you're looking at Monaco, you can see Tower of Terror in the background because MGM or Hollywood Studios or whatever it's called now um, is in the background. That's right. So it has it's blending in with um, Morocco. That's right. When you're standing by Mexico and you look across. Epcot and Hollywood Studios are really close to each other, so the Hollywood Tower Hotel is kind of on the outskirts of the of the of mm-hmm. the of the park, and so you'll see it sticks out of Morocco. And yeah. they thought, let's paint it the same color as Morocco. You'll never know so, the difference. Which I know, I just I've said this before, but I think that's just such a cool it's little such, detail. It, yeah, it's 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 Disney paying attention to the details. They pay, they painted this giant building this one specific color because if you're standing in this one specific spot, yep. it ruins the immersion. Yep. So I think that's pretty neat. That yeah. is very cool. And it is. Um, do I get credit for that one? Yeah, you get. It? This is extra. We're, we're going to do the extra credit first to see how oh. well you remember the last okay. time. Do you remember how tall the building is, the Tower of Terror? Tower of Terror? No, yeah. I do not. You don't remember how tall it is? No. It's the second tallest. Unless it's like 666 feet. Oh, it's not. <laughs> it, why would it not be over over 200 feet? There's your there's your. Oh, because of the whole clue. like um, you have to put a red flashing light yep. on top of it for like FAA reasons or it, something. If a structure is taller than 200 feet, they need to put the little blinky blinky on the top. Oh, it's 199 feet. It's 199 feet. Just so they didn't have to put a little blinky blinky on top. There you go. It's six inches shorter than Expedition Everest, which is 199 and a half feet. So okay. because if it was 200 feet, they'd have to put a little light up there and they yeah. would just look silly. So they said, just make it one foot too short. That's funny. Uh, this is another one that you probably remember, but if the, you listeners have never heard of this, this is one of my most favorite facts about the ride. Okay. Um, Rod Serling who created the Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. the, the man with the golden voice. Yes. Uh, he's the host and narrator of the ride. He was the host and narrator he, of the show and the ride. sort of, yes. But he passed away in 1975. That's 19 whole years before the ride opened. How did they get Rod Serling back for his cameo? Um, they raised him from the dead. They raised him from the dead. That is option D. Let me see. Oh, well, this is multiple choice. It's I know the answer. You don't a, have to give me multiple choice. Well, if you're, I, I need to do this. He for was the, for, raised for the, from the dead. He that was raised the from the dead. <laughs> it's a Rod Serling impersonator. That's Rod Serling's very lookalike son. That is Rod Serling. Or D, he was raised from the dead. Um, well, that's kind of a trick question because A and C are correct. They are. A and C. It's a combination between a Rod Serling impersonator and yes, a Rod Serling. That's right. Yeah. That is Rod Serling that is on there for a brief moment in time, but all the rest of the voice is an impersonator. When it starts, when you watch that video, you are seeing the real... It's very clever editing. It's yeah, clever it's editing excellent. and creative, yeah. creative direction. So it starts, Rod Serling shows up and he says, tonight's story of the Twilight Zone is somewhat unique and calls for a different kind of introduction. This, as you may recognize, is A, and that, it's everything before all that. all you hear Rod Serling That's say. Rod Serling, and it's really him. Yeah. And then they got a sound-alike who was picked by Rod Serling's widow, yep. who says everything else. Sounds That's exactly amazing. like him. And then he yeah. picks up, is a maintenance service elevator, still in operation, waiting for you. It's from an episode called A Good Life, uh, The Good Life, and... In the real episode, he goes, that, as you may recognize, is a map of the United States. Mm-hmm. And they cut out 
get rid of the map of the United States, yep. slapped in the maintenance service. And it seems like he's on there for so much longer than he is. Yeah. And then everything because else. Because his voice is so perfect. Is, the guy's voice is perfect. Yeah. And, and everything else that you hear is a, an impersonator. impersonator. That's awesome. Uh, his na- his I name, love that fact, too. His name is Mark Silverman, and he was chosen by Rod's wife. So That's very cool. He, they thought his voice was just uncanny. So. It is uncanny. That's neat, because before I read this, we'd be in there, and I'd be like, that's looks just like Rod Serling. That's his, how did they get him back? He's dead. And <laughs> they were very creative. And I think it's neat that they got his wife involved. So it wasn't yeah. like, yeah, it wasn't creepy. Yeah, it was respectful. Yeah. It wasn't creepy. Like, well, this yeah. guy's dead and you're just getting some guy to play him. That seems yeah. weird. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it was respectful. Um, Another, here's another. Softball? Another softball to get okay. you going. How many uh, softballs are there? I think this is the last softball. Yeah, okay. this is the last softball. After that, you're going to get the, the fastballs <laughs> and the curveballs. <laughs> oh, dear. A Twilight Zone was not the first concept that was planned for the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. What movie did the original plans revolve around? Do you remember this? I don't really, but I'm sure I'll remember once you give me the the multiple choice. The multiple choice. A, (laughs) Young Frankenstein. Okay. B, The Shining. C, Aliens. Or D, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I do remember this now that I've heard the the things. Okay. And I still stand by my original answer, which is it should have been The Shining because that would have been so cool. Um, but it's Young Frankenstein. It, it is. That's the w- craziest thing. I can't believe <laughs> they were going to they were going to theme this after Young Frankenstein. It was going to be called Castle Young Frankenstein. Yeah. They were going to bring in Mel Brooks to do all the narration and yeah. take you on a tour of his of his of his castle. castle yeah now young frankenstein it's kind of an old classic i yeah. don't know if it would hold if it if there's enough there for an entire but the shining is still creepy well that was okay that would be so cool that was option b they started with so a is the original concept young frankenstein then they didn't do that so they approached stephen king they wanted to do the shining and then they said this is probably too scary we can't really do a Disney ride uh-huh. based on The Shining, and they were going to have the castle look like the Overlook Hotel. Yeah. Um, there was some thought put into Aliens, believe okay. it or not. Uh, Michael Eisner, the, the CEO of Disney, he really wanted an attraction based on either Alien or Aliens in Disney somewhere. He just thought it'd be a great franchise to do it. Yeah. The Disney Imagineers like fought him on this and said, guys, it's like an R-rated horror movie. We can't have yeah. that at Disney. <laughs> and he really wanted to have a scary ride. And so this became kind of like their... Scary ride. They're scary ride. You gotcha. Know? And the alien stuff he really wanted to do was it became Alien Encounter at mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom, which is no longer there. It wasn't even the real alien from the Alien franchise. It was supposed to be, but again, they're like, we can't have an R-rated horror movie yeah. based on a ride at the Magic Kingdom. Are you nuts? Yeah. So they took that and put that into that little scene that used to be at uh, the Great Movie Ride. Right. So I yeah. Just, that's cool. I think it's cool how stuff evolves. So um, eventually they went with the Twilight Zone because the rights were easy to get and they thought it would work. They thought it was just scary enough, but not too scary. Awesome. Um, all right. Michael Eisner. We're going to talk about him again. Okay. He was the one who had all those crazy ideas. Oh, yeah. He had another crazier, another crazy idea for the Hollywood Tower Hotel, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Okay. But it was scrapped. What was his crazy idea? Okay. This is a curveball or a fastball, not this a softball? Is, it's a multiple choice, so it's like a knuckleball. You okay. Can go anywhere. <laughs> okay. The ride was also going to be an actual working hotel. He wanted to put bat houses in the ride to encourage real live bats to live in there to make it spookier. Riders <laughs> would get a light gun, like you do on Men in Black, and you'd shoot at ghosts and monsters during the hallway scene. Or he wanted to charge an extra admission fee for it. 
<laughs> well, knowing Disney, D sounds about right. <laughs> but This ride um, is so great, people will pay extra for it. Uh, the bats sounds like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Lots of mosquitoes in Florida. Bats eat the mosquitoes. Bats also can like fly and flap and knock somebody in the eye or... I don't know. That's I don't think that's guano it. is expensive. Yeah. You can you can harvest that guano. I do not think it's that one. Um, is guano right. expensive? I feel like I, I read that somewhere. I don't know. Like it's used for fuel or something. Bat guano, bat poop is not something that is high on my radar. Could you imagine how um, bad it smell if that was uh, the thing if they did? Oh, so you're saying it's not that? Well, if they did, <laughs> maybe that was the reason they didn't do it. Michael said, "Let's put bats in there. How mm-hmm. scary would that be?" And then yeah, someone right. said, "But then you're gonna have All bat right, guano." It's definitely smell. not the bats. Want to read them to you again? It was gonna be a real, an actual hotel was one. The bats. Um, the you, men in black shoot 'em up thing. Shoot 'em up like Buzz Lightyear, men in black type yeah. of deal. Yeah. Or what was the last one? Uh, he wanted to charge an extra admission fee for it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you pay see, once and you pay again. I could see that. Um, man. Um, I could definitely see Disney doing the charge again. So I'd lean that way, but I think I'm going to go with the men in black thing. Cause I think that that would make an interactive, which mm-hmm. is something that I think Disney strives for. A so lot. you'd get a gun, you'd shoot a ghost and stuff. No, the actual answer is crazy enough. It's a, he wanted to turn that thing into a real hotel. A real hotel with the ride running through it. Oh, my goodness. And the Imagineers, they shot that thing down. They were like, there's no way. Too expensive, (laughs) too complicated, and that's just dumb. Come on. Like, imagine how noisy it would be to sleep in there. Yeah, but think about, like, you get to stay at a hotel inside a park. That would be awesome. It's like staying in Cinderella's Castle. You can do that. I I know. Right? you can, you can, but I mean, it's very rare that you get to. I think it's you like have to have fifty thousand dollars yeah. or something like that. But um, I think that would be really cool if it could, if you could figure out a way to make it work. Maybe the idea was now. What I read is he wanted to put an actual hotel in there. Maybe that's a little bit like blown up. Maybe the original plan was let's put one or two rooms in there and you can stay in there. Yeah, yeah. And then that became he wanted to put a real hotel in there. Yeah, and maybe. Next thing you know, maybe. Here we are I mean, talking about that's it. how Cinderella's Castle is. It has a room in it. So maybe just one or two rooms. But it'd be like a spooky room instead of a castle room. Yes. Like, that'd like be a cool. scary Twilight yeah, Zone room. Yeah, that'd Man, be cool. now I wish that it that, Yeah, that, now I wish it had happened. That's not a dumb idea at all. I think that's a great <laughs> idea. Okay, this one, I think you kind of might have given away the answer early, but you didn't But you didn't know that. You didn't know this was going to be a question. In, okay. w- in one of your spiels, in one of your talk, talking okay. about the ride. Okay. The drop sequence is completely randomized by computer. Did you know that? You knew that. When I did go, know that because that's different every time yeah, I go on it. It'll drop you somewhere between six or eight times. You know, yeah. Really, um, sometimes. In different, in different sometimes like, ups and Sometimes you'll dr- get down to the bottom and think the ride's open and it'll shoot you back up one more time. I love it when All that All the way to the window and yeah. then you drop again. That's yeah. the best. Uh, so no two rides are exactly the same, but true or false, the elevator is dropping at the speed of gravity. Yeah, that's wrong. You already said false. Yeah, <laughs> the thing doesn't drop. This ride does not drop. It pulls you're you. You're actually being pulled down. Yeah. So you are getting instead of just dropping, there's a huge, huge motor in there, which probably would take up a half the building if there was a hotel in there. Yeah. And it pulls you. Um, yep. Faster it than gravity. Pulls you at, at uh, up to 39 miles an hour. You're getting pulled, and then you're launched back up, and you're pulled again. So yeah. That's why you get that really dramatic just butt in the air feeling yeah. instead of just like you're, you're falling a you're bit. falling kind of at at the speed of gravity except that you're not because you're being pulled because you've got the bars on but your butt does lift off the seat because you're falling faster than gravity 
You, seriously, you got to try the penny thing. It's so cool. I'm going to try that. Or maybe something bigger than a penny, like a ball or something. Or just yeah, something maybe. I can bring in there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Really it's cool. really cool. It's a cool It's a cool effect. So there have been a few movies that have been based on Disney rides. Yeah. There was Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. There was the Jungle Cruise that's coming out soon with Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt. Did you know that? I did. There's, they're making a Jungle Cruise movie. I actually just watched like a, not a trailer, but like a little snippet of that where it was them talking and it's kind of funny it actually looks kind of cool from what i've seen okay good Dwayne, uh the rock is wearing like this skipper costume of that's course funny. <laughs> and then there was the haunted mansion with eddie murphy that yes, one wasn't so good that was a rough one but uh true or false a tower of terror movie is also planned for upcoming release false false why do you say that because that's my guess the reason it's false. You're right. You're right. But you're right for the wrong, for a reason that you probably don't realize. Okay. The Tower of Terror movie already exists. It's already been made and released and it's what? out there and you can watch it right now. What? What? It's called Tower of Terror? Tower of Terror. It predates all these. It came out before Pirates of the Caribbean. It was the first movie. Huh. Uh, based on a ride. I don't remember that. It came out in 1997. Okay. It was made for TV. Oh, well, there you go. Well, there's your problem. Yeah, it was made. It, it was based on the theme park attraction. It has nothing to do with the Twilight Zone. It's based on the, okay. on the attraction. So that is, it does exist. Huh. Direct-to-TV show came out in 1997. Now, here's my next one for you. Who starred in the Tower of Terror movie? I'm going to name you... Eddie Murphy. Two duos, two couples. No, Eddie Murphy's not one of them. I'm going I'm to name you four duos, a, a male and a female, an actor and actress. You pick which of these duos was in the Tower of Terror movie. I'm ready. I'm excited about this. Martin Short and Lindsay Lohan. Okay. Think 1997 now. Where were these people in 1997? Okay. Emilio Estevez and Reese Witherspoon. Okay. Corey Feldman and Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Or Steve Gutenberg and Kirsten Dunst. Oh my gosh. Wow. When was this? It came out in 1997. So think... 97. All these actresses are roughly the same age, maybe, maybe not. So they were kind of young when this came out. And all these actors were sort of like 80s, kind of probably... Martin Short's old compared to all the other Compared to the rest, yeah. I I was going to say maybe it has been too much, too strong a term to say, to call these guys. That's about right. Let's just say their their better parts of their career were behind them. In 97? In 97. I think the better parts of their So you had either an actress who was up and coming, doing a role when she was young and became big, or an, an actor who had been... I've seen their better days, yeah. So Emilio Estevez, Corey Feldman, Martin, or Martin Short, Lindsay Lohan, Emilio Estevez, and Reese Witherspoon, Corey Feldman, he's my favorite, and Scarlett Johansson, or Steve Gutenberg and Kirsten Dunst. Which of those Man. couples? I'm gonna go with the Martin Short one. Martin Short, Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan, she was like a Mouseketeer, wasn't she? Maybe I don't know. It seems like all those like Mouseketeers go on to become. I know like, she was in the Parent washed Trap. Up. Maybe yeah, so she did some Disney stuff. That's a good guess, but it's wrong. But it's wrong. <laughs> Martin Short and Martin Short, he uh, narrates the Epcot Canada. Yeah, movie. I know he does. So he's got some. Di- both those guys have Disney connections. Yeah, that's why I put them in there. <laughs> Steve Gutenberg and who's and girl? Kirsten Dunst oh, is the right geez. answer. Steve from Gutenberg from the Police Academy. Short Circuit Police Academy. <laughs> he was like the man. the man in the eighties, and, and then Kirsten Dunst. I mean, she was in. Interview with a vampire. She was in Spider Man, the, the oh, first, yeah, the first right. of the Spider Mans. Okay. 
She's done a lot of stuff. She's not... I mean, she hasn't done anything recently. Not that I can recall. I mean, she probably has, but... I don't know. Huh, that's interesting. Says the synopsis. check that one out. Rent it on (laughs) on Redbox. (laughs) Redbox. I wonder if it's on Netflix. I don't know. It seems like one of those things you could find on YouTube, even. It says the synopsis is, A disgraced reporter investigates an abandoned luxury hotel where five people mysteriously disappeared 60 years earlier. Hmm. It has a rating of 6.3 on IMDb. Out of... Out of ten, I mean six point three. High, actually, yeah, it's not. That's way higher than I thought it was going to be. Some of the reviews are like, "It's all right if it's on, watch it, but don't go out of your way for it." Yeah, six point. Like, it's not like that's a way three better, or way something. better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's not like the room or whatever. Okay, the pre-ride video. This is a little bit of a random question. Okay, we'll see how you do. The pre-ride video was directed by the same Hollywood director who also directed. Which 80s classic? So that little pre, the pre-show that we talked with about. With Rod Sterling. With Rod Sterling, yeah. the impersonator. It was directed by a real legit Hollywood director who okay. did he did an, at least one other big 80s movie. Okay. Was it Big Trouble in Little China? Oh, it, you're telling me the movie, not the The movie, director. yeah, because you wouldn't know the director. I could just say these directors' names and you probably would be like, who? Okay. Um, wow, I just noticed that all of these directors... Their first name starts with a J. I just noticed that. I'm looking at it right here. Okay. <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China. Uh-huh. The Three Amigos, Gremlins, or Weird Science. The Three Amigos. Three Amigos? That was directed by John Landis. And? You're wrong. <laughs> this was directed by Joe Dante, who did Gremlins. Oh. He also directed one of the segments of Twilight Zone, the movie. Do you remember Twilight Zone, the movie? Yeah. I liked that movie back in the day. I used it's to watch that a lot. It's been a long time since I've seen it. And uh, he directed a couple episodes, or at least one episode, of the Twilight Zone, 80, the 80s reboot of the Twilight Zone TV show. So he was like, hmm. did a few things, and they well, brought Gremlins him back. is a so. great movie. So It's a great Christmas movie. <laughs> it's a great Christmas movie. <laughs> it hold, it's right up there with Die Hard. It's one yeah. of my favorite Christmas movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. The scene, in the, the scene with the story of the you know that's my favorite yeah where he's, he's talking about <laughs> she, the... she tells the story of her dad dressing up as santa claus and getting oh, stuck oh, in the oh, chimney oh, 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 oh. Just stop there <laughs> not the not feel good christmas no stuff. it's not that's the, rough at the time the hollywood tower of of terror uh was built it was one of the most technically advanced rides ever made it was you know you can imagine how crazy this thing was to put together but there's one important ride vehicle element that was first used by an other Disney ride 10 years before. So it's one, it's a very important element to this ride. It seems super cutting edge. It is super cutting edge, but it was used on another Disney ride 12 years before. Okay. Okay. Which ride uses this crazy technology? What's the crazy technology? Space Mountain. I'm going to just read you some stuff. Okay. Space Mountain, (laughs) Universe of Energy, Spaceship Earth, or Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Are any of the, do any of those four rides have anything in common with Tower of Terror? But what's the you're not going to tell me the technology? Space Mountain, Universe of Well, should I? I was going to reveal that afterward. I wanted to see how if you could like kind I mean, of that, I deduce don't, I, it. I feel as though I do not have enough information to answer this question. <laughs> Space Mountain, Universe of Energy, Spaceship Earth, or Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Some mysterious technology okay. is used on both. I'll give you all right. <laughs> called the automated guided vehicle so you know the part where you get out of yeah the elevator yeah, and you're kind absolutely. of traveling through the fifth dimension you mm-hmm. see that big eyeball on the clock that's yeah. all creepy that's actually you're that's a self-driving car that is a self-driving car you're not on a, you're not on a track you okay. actually move from one elevator shaft 
you are completely loose. You're yeah. not connected to anything. And then you go into the second shaft and then it locks in and then it drops. Mm-hmm. Um, so what other, which of those has a self-driving So I don't really technology? remember the University of Energy very much. That's Ellen's energy adventure, the dinosaur, yeah. dinosaur ride. I don't really remember that one very much. Mm-hmm. Um, what were the other ones? <laughs> Space Mountain, Spaceship Earth, or Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Um, Which is gone too. Space Mountain, Spaceship Earth. Spaceship Earth, I'm pretty sure is on a track. Mm-hmm. It um, is. It's like an endless. I call it, it's a it's an it's an omni mover. It's yeah. a, an endless track. It's one giant. So that infinity be loop the right of, of of cars. Yeah, right. That's not right. Um, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. There's so much twisting and turning in there that seems a little too advanced. So I'm gonna go Ellen's Energy Adventure. You're right. That's it. I get them right every once so in a while, So that guys. was like an early example of a, of a self-moving car. There's That's like a, awesome. But there's like a wire underneath the underneath the, the road, underneath the, uh, yeah, the floor. Yeah, for like it, sensing. It, it senses that yeah. wire and it follows it. And that's, but I think I never realized that, that you, you're you not on a track. You're not even riding on a rail. There's nothing well, above does, you. If you look, like you can look ahead and it doesn't look like you're on a track. It doesn't. No. But I was wondering I if always, there was something to your sides maybe, like that you're running along. I never thought. I always just thought that it was wheels. It you is. Know? If you look underneath, it yeah. just, it almost looks like roller skate wheels, yeah. and it just pushes you along with a self yeah. self propelling. That's what I thought it was. Self guided thing. So I think that's. I neat. mean, I never really thought it through. Like this is an automated vehicle, yeah. you know, or whatever. But but yeah, I kind of always thought that. I watched a um, Modern Marvels segment on YouTube about this when I was doing this research. Mm-hmm. To see, and it was neat. It shows how it works. That's and cool. It's very cool. That's awesome. Okay, this is one of my favorite questions. We only have. Let me jump ahead to my favorite one. Let me give you a, a softball. We'll we'll throw a softball at you, and then my favorite question. So, what does it mean? If Are there you only s- two left? I got two left. Okay. What do you? What does it mean if you see that the wait time is only thirteen minutes? Um, is it that the ride is currently having technical difficulties? Thirteen being the bad luck number. This is a softball question. It is a softball question. Okay. There's no wait time. It's a walk on. The random computer is set to drop riders 13 times. So like, yeah, get That'd an extra cool. long ride. I like, I like yeah, that Come idea. on now and you get the best <laughs> ride ever. Or it means exactly what it says. 13 minute wait to fall 13 stories. <laughs> it is. It's a 13. It's a, oh, fun fact. It is a 13 story drop. Okay. Good so, to know. Yeah. Um, it's no wait. It means no wait. So yeah. if, if you're ever at, uh, if you're Hollywood Studios and you see Tower of Terror has 13 minutes or at... What's the other one? Come on. This is a bonus question. Oh, Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Yeah. It, it, if, if you see a 13 minute. Haunted Mansion minute, has 13 minutes. It's, it's a walk on. It's, it's a walk it on. It just no means wait. there's no wait. So there you go. That's a tip and a, and a trivia question. So this is fun. I like this one. This was Because this was 13 is such an unlucky number. It's not your unlucky number. It's my favorite number. Fun fact. Fun I was fact. I was born on Friday the 13th. You were. It was bad luck for me. That's what, hey. Hey. <laughs> That's what my brother says. It was a horrible day. <laughs> this is this is fun. I like this one. The cast members of the Tower of Terror have a unique distinction among Walt Disney World cast members. So okay. There's something about the cast members at, at they have to wear very hot costumes. <laughs> well, let me add, let me give you the okay, thing. Sorry. What is it? They do I'm wear sorry. hot costumes. Those hot those costumes look hot. Uh, it actually is a costume. My first, um, 
My oh. first answer here has to do with costumes. Okay. They wear the most expensive Walt Disney World cast member uniforms. Okay. They all had to watch every Twilight Zone episode and pass a test about the series. Hmm. Okay. They're the highest paid of all Disney cast members who work on a ride. Okay. Or they could just spend their entire day working in air conditioning. They're all indoors. They're not all indoors because that's absolutely wrong. Because there's a, a check-in point outside where a cast member has to be. Yeah, that's you're right. Wrong. That's you got. Okay, so you're down. You're down to three. That's they, absolutely wrong. They wear the most expensive um, cast member uniforms. They had to watch every Twilight Zone episode and pass a test. So they know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Or they're the highest paid of all the Disney cast members who work on a ride. There may be other cast members who get paid more, but if you work on a ride, this is the one that pays the best. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, I mean, it could be right, but it doesn't make sense to me. There's no, there's nothing special about that ride that they're doing differently that takes some takes some kind of extra special requirement. Um, I will say though, and again, I could be wrong. I will say though that I know for a fact that um, employees who work in Harry Potter world all have to take extensive tests about about the Wizarding World of they Harry do. Potter. And I think even and, work at Disney World, you need to know a lot about the characters and a lot about yeah, the movies. Yeah, and if you're like, if you are, if you, um, for example, play the role of Cinderella, like you are a character and you're Cinderella, you have to know everything about Cinderella, not just the movies, but like the book and all the background. So if anyone asks you a question related, you know how to answer it. So it would make sense to me that you have to watch the Tower of the... Um, What's Twilight it Zone? Twilight Zone ones. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not right, apparently. I can tell by your face. Am I making a face? <laughs> no, I'm like I'm guiding you along. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm hypnotized by your d- deduction <laughs> skills. Okay, so that's my answer. That they had to watch every Twilight Zone episode? Is it wrong? That's wrong. <laughs> they actually wear the most expensive cast member uniforms. Oh. Um, you okay. know how much one cast member uniform costs for the Tower of Terror? $100. They're not bringing them home within the night, by the way, which okay. I guess a lot of them are. Now, we've been to like some of those restaurants nearby. Yeah. And I've been to that, like, with that, that town crossing strip mall. Uh-huh. I've, I've gone to that Taco Bell. I've actually seen cast members yeah. sitting there in their uniforms, which yeah. I think is funny, just having a yeah, taco in is. their Tomorrowland yeah. costume. No, they actually hired designers to make uh, uniforms that authentically resemble a 1930s bellhop. These things are like actually like created by real designers. Each uniform for the Tower of Terror costs a thousand dollars. What? What? That's crazy. What? They wanted them to be authentic 1930s bellhop uniforms. Man, right down, right that's down expensive. to the stitch, right down to the button. So, wow, you show up and you wear it, and you turn it in at the end of the night, and um, huh. you don't bring that thing home. I don't blame you. I wouldn't want to bring a thousand dollar costume home. <laughs> no, gosh. Wow, that I, no, I would never. Have I had no that. idea, and then when I saw some of the pictures, though, I'm like, "What? You gotta be kidding me!" And it seems that still seems crazy, but I some do they of the, do seem high quality. When they you seem at- high quality, and you'll notice some of them actually wear like these long coats, like these long like mm-hmm. trench coats almost. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if the thousand dollar fee or price includes like that version of it, like the full deal. Oh yeah, right. Maybe the, the coat, the shoes, everything. So. Huh. I had no idea. That's, That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. I had no idea. I would never have thought that those outfits were that expensive. I, I didn't think any of the outfits were that expensive. No, no. Like I mean, you, they look good, but I mean, 
Oh, it's funny how some of the uniforms look better than others. Like when you walk around like Tomorrowland, they just look like jumpsuits. Oh, yeah. Like gray jumpsuits. Tomorrowland is, yeah. Almost, they re- really need to revamp Yeah, that. like a step up from a prison yard jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah, and totally. Then, and then Liberty Square. I had a friend who worked at Liberty Square and he said that was the worst because of the shoes. He said the shoes were really uncomfortable. Oh. And if you look, they wear like these patent leather shoes, the big box, like the yeah. pilgrim shoes. Right, right, right. And he said those were terrible. I bet. And you got to wear those big wool socks. So they go... <laughs> They try to like be authentic. And yeah. What are they saying about the future? Are we just gonna be wearing like these gray jumpsuits everywhere? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like prison. Fashion keeps sliding every year. So you know, fashion don't. And then so eventually in the year twenty twenty two two thousand two hundred twenty two, we'll be wearing that's funny gray jumpsuits everywhere we go. Well, that's it wouldn't awesome. surprise did me. I, did I, are, is that all the questions? That's all of them. Man, that was fun. I had a good time. I thought you'd like this. It's your favorite ride. It, it's not, but. <laughs> <laughs> I say that because every time we go, you specifically make sure to book a fast pass for it. Well, because it's fun and I enjoy it and it enables me to skip Aerosmith. <laughs> Which you, is your least favorite. Well, it's, it's least favorite ride my, there. It's one of my least favorites. Yeah, all it's right. definitely my least favorite ride at, at, at Hollywood Studios. All right. Hope you guys like this one too. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or pretty much anywhere you download a podcast. Another more direct way you can support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com, and clicking through on the button that says Become a Patron. It's a safe and secure way you can support the show, and there are different levels, some of which will give you bonus content and even qualify you as an advertiser on the show. There's also an Amazon link on our webpage. If you click through on that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. You can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida Podcast or search Sunshine State of Mind on YouTube. And be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com. We'll see you next time.